Honest. Welcome, welcome. Wow. It's time, huh? We made it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's a, it's an honor to have you with us. Uh Miss Angelina Bravo. How's it going? Thank you, thank you. <laughs> we're here, we're here. So mm-hmm. to anyone who may not know, Miss Angelina Bravo is known as Amor Propio on Instagram and she is a divine reflection of you know self-love of encouragement of nurturing of healing and in that healing in that journey you've really been you know just showing what movement can do in terms of you know liberating and really tapping into your soul you've really you know showed a lot of support to not only myself but the community and really bringing forth the things that you know have you know, they inspire you, I'm assuming, because, you know, no one just shares <laughs> nothing for no reason. So, right. yeah, if you want to just kind of give us a quick back, background, what does Amor Propio mean to you? Yes. So Amor Propio um, means to me um, my own journey to my self-love. Um, and it started back in December of 2014. And so... That's when my self-love journey began. And um, I realizing after being in a domestic violence relationship that um, that I didn't love myself, you know? Um, and which led me to be in this type of relationship for a long time until I decided that enough is enough. Like I stood up for myself, you know? And that's when I felt like my self-love journey started, you know, and that's when I left. And so um, I'm a proprio self-love. Um, it's not official, an official organization yet, but um, is working in Little Village here in, in Chicago, Illinois, um, organizing community walks in honor, in awareness of domestic violence. Um, so, uh, usually it's in October because that's the month of domestic violence awareness uh, month. And uh, we do walks in the community and we give out um, ribbons that says, you know, I am a queen uh, because we are all goddesses and even our divine masculine. We are all, they are our gods, you know, they should be treated with love and respect. Everyone should be treated with love and respect. So we um, give those ribbons and then a more proper ribbon too. And um, we just share our stories um, and, and, and let them know what healthy relationships are, what they look like and what, you know, domestic violence relationships look like. And, you know, just telling the community that, you know, it's a cycle that needs to be broken because it does pass from generation to generation since it did with me too. Um, with me, my, my sister, me, my mom, my grandmas, my great grandmas. And so um, just uh, showing like a picture of what it would be like for the next generation to be um, without domestic violence, you know? in healthy relationships where they don't have to suffer 
or be in pain or or experience all that all, all of these emotions and thoughts that come when you are going through the experience. So um, then we also give up information about uh, community agencies and hotlines that are available here in the city of Chicago. And yes, I'm so grateful. We, uh, we just had our last walk on Wednesday. Um, it went well. Um, I love to hear, like to hold space for the women who are open to share their stories in the middle of the street and just, you know, thank them for sharing their stories and, you know, and for standing up for themselves and getting out of it. So it's very empowering to see that. And also for those women who are going through it, you know, giving them solutions, where to go, what you know? What what places are there to help them to get uh, help and um, and start their journey of of leaving? No, absolutely. No, that's so beautiful. So, for those who may have an awareness, you know, like I like to get really in depth, like you know, just put things to the surface. Like we, I think we've all been either witness or we've you know seen something on television or you know been a part of some type of domestic violence but how would you define domestic violence what what attributes what what is domestic violence for me is 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 uh experiencing or witnessing uh violence within the home you know uh, sometimes we think that is just by couples you know mom and dad but it's you know you know it could be between father and son, father and daughter, mom and son, mom and daughter, between um, uh, siblings, you know, between grandparents and their families. It's just a, fam a family uh, event where it's full of uh, domestic, uh, domestic violence, disempowering. You know, there's different types, you know, the mental, you know, what are, you, what are we speaking to our children? What are we speaking to our partners? What are we speaking to our grandparents? You know, um, how do we how do we speak to them? Is it is it put downs? Is it um, or is it empowering stuff? You know, mm -hmm. do we do we cause feelings to get heard or do we cause laughter and you know fun? You know, so and then there's the physical aspect where it's like you know, are they pushing you, pulling you? you know, like hitting you, kicking you, um, you know, are you are you witnessing that? Are you experiencing that? You know, that's, that's violence within the home. And then there's the, um, emo you know, emotional, psychological aspect, you know, the verbal abuse, all of that is, is so common in domestic violence uh, families or, um, so like, yeah, are they, is someone in the home, full with a lot of anger that they take it out on you, you know, or either verbally they tell you something that is not healthy, you know, like a put down or physically they're hurting you emotionally, you know, like you're, you're whatever they're telling you, whatever they're doing is, is emotionally uh, affecting you, like getting into depression, anxiety, you know. So psychological, correct? Psychological, mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's to me. That's what it is. You know, I think uh, the statistics say that one out of fifteen children uh, witness 
intimate partner violence and and it's just a lot you know because we don't think that our children listen but they are listening and they are watching and they are getting affected by what they see what they witness what they hear you know and our parents are our greatest teachers so we give thanks for our teachers sometimes our teachers um you know they don't know any better because they didn't witness it in their own homes. So, um, but once once a person in the family sees that that this is, um, it becomes aware, then, you know, I think it's a very courageous and vulnerable um, opportunity to break the cycle and, and start becoming the embodiment of what is healthy within the house. Mm. So it sounds like we're coming from a place of disempowerment or like purposeful or deliberate behavior that, you know, gains power or control over someone versus, you know, maybe fostering power and, you know, just ability and freedom. You know, like, it seems like what we're aspiring is for the freedom and empowerment versus the, you know, the power over someone or the control of someone mentally, uh, physically, even I heard that there's economic and sexual behaviors. Do you have any examples of those? Yes. Um, so within the power and control dynamic, you know, sexually is like uh, not wanting, like your partner wants to have sex with you, but you don't, you know, or, or you feel, you know, like, yeah, like you don't want to, but the other person does, you know, like, and, and you can either not say no, or you feel like you have to continue with the sexual act, because if not, you know, either you're going to get hit, you're going to get some type of abuse, you know, and so um, that would be like the sexual abuse. And then the economic abuse is like, you know, if somebody, um, makes more in the household, you know, they, that use that control over you, you know? A lot of our, a lot of our families, especially like um, immigrant families, you know, here in, in Chicago, I wanna say, and, um, you know, like the father figure is the one that works a lot, you know? And, and the woman stays home and watches the kids and also, it also is cultural, you know, but um, but but that um, you know, affects the person, the woman who's in that position because you know, if they're in this type of relationships, like they think about, well, how how am I going to leave and I don't even have a job? How am I going to take care of my 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 children? You know, um, I don't work. You know, I don't have no um, what is it called? No. I haven't, I haven't worked in a while or for, or never. And how can I leave? Like, I don't see myself. Lack of experience, uh, really. Lack of experience. Uh, so, you know, or like, or like hiding your money or if the woman does work is like, well, let me see your money or, you know, or vice versa. Like, you know, whoever has control of the money, you know, in a hurtful way or that doesn't let you um, use your money or use the money as how you would like to do it, 
you know there's someone who's controlling the the money aspect of the house mm -hmm. oh absolutely so you know now that we kind of saw these different aspects of domestic violence you know I, I did some personal research and I saw that intimidation emotional or isolating minimizing or denying blaming like using children using coercion of threats using economic abuse using like you know just male privilege are patterns that you know if you kind of see these things you want to kind of like okay these are red flags like yes I should be very alert right now I could be or probably am in a domestic violence situation. Uh, which of these have you personally, you know, worked through? Which of these mm -hmm. have you, you see the majority of the people you talk to have gone through? And what are the action steps that they can do to immediately, you know, just address these issues? Mm -hmm. So when I look at that power and control wheel that we pass out, um, I tell the women, you know. Mm -hmm. The, the male privilege one was a big one for me, you know, and I think it's very common from what I'm listening within the walks, you know, that women tell me that's a big one, you know, um, like to be treated like a servant, you know what I mean? Like um, not sharing responsibility of, of household chores, right? Um, and it's, and then also again, it has to do with our culture, but, you know, it's like, we want to promote equality in that aspect of, of, of household, you know, chores, right? Um, you know, and that was that was a big one for me because, you know, I I worked too. <laughs> and so, but I I still felt that that male privilege, like, well, you're the woman of the house, so you have to like make sure that the house is clean food is ready on the table you know ready to go you that's know that's crazy i can't believe that that's still a thing <laughs> it's still a thing it's still a thing yes it's it's like so common i see it a lot here with my mom you know with my dad um making sure you know when he comes home that the food is ready or you know oh you want to eat okay well here i'll serve you i'll prep your food i get your plate you know and then like prepping his lunch as well, you know, so that he can take it to go to work, you know, like, you know. I mean, he, listen, you know. the gestures are beautiful, <laughs> but like, if it's not reciprocal, I feel like it's a little bit of a, just like I always say, it's a privilege. It's like, oh, cause I am a man, or let's say if it was reversed, like, if, oh, I'm the woman, you know, like you get to be with me. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. if you don't buy, if you don't buy me these bags or if you don't do these things, like, you know, it's, right. it's just like, these expectations and standards that like if the roles were reversed would we really appreciate like those behavior you know like I come yeah. from a home where like both my parents work and like you know they rarely get to even spend time together so when they do it's like one of them may be resting but the other one is getting the stuff clean and then when the other person wakes up they they're the ones to cook you know so I think you know going more towards understanding that you know both have the right to do both and, you know, it's like putting value in like, you know, obviously raising children. That's probably one of the most like honorable mm -hmm. and like selfless things you can do because that child needs nourishment. It needs the proper raising. It needs a lot of attention. That's a lot right. of energy to raise a child. So, you know, I think a lot of these conversations, you know, we're going to have to have more as a community to really see like value in like, yo, like we're both making income or we're both like we both can 
clean the house you know like there's no reason why you know a man can't wash the dishes or the man can't like mm-hmm. everything in order like it, I, I feel like it's helped me a lot as my transition for as a man like growing up you know yeah another one was um you know just the ver- uh, emotional verbal abuse you know um and I think that's the, that's the one that really like it's really like a, a part where you have to really heal it, like get it from the root, you know? And I think, yes, you know, there. I'm hearing put downs, I'm hearing, you know, a lot of psychological tactics going on, but but I, I from my own healing, I understand where they came from. I think they came from me and not having that, that type of relationship with my father. So like all of that really affected like my childhood, my my relationship with my dad really did affect that aspect of me that, you know, that was trying to seek that validation or, or even, and even to my mom, the, the wound, the mother, wound, you know, me witnessing my mom, um, having, having my dad emotionally, psychologically abuse her, verbally abuse her and, and not saying anything or, you know, like, staying quiet like I learned a lot from my parents so like that went into the relationship you know and so and also too because I didn't have a good uh, self-esteem so you know lack of self-esteem lack of self-love you know and and the childhood um, experiences with my parents really um, like was the accomplice of me letting someone tell me I'm not good enough or, you know, or this, you know, all these ungrateful or whatever words, you know, that, that will be used you know, for put downs or, you know, or taking credit for things that you did, but you should thank him for, you know what I mean? That was, to me, that one was the one that woke me up because I was like, what, a, what, what? <laughs> like, I'm a nurse. And I have to thank you for an award that I got. Like, really? Like, what? that was, it didn't make sense. Like, how was Like, that was so then I started, to, that was my little light bulb. Like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> like, wait, like, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> like, that's too much. Like, that to me, that was my, like, my, my, my wake up, like, comment. <laughs> I was oh, like, no. and then oh, I, you know, and I, and I, and like my, my, my body like didn't like, I didn't want to even say thank you because I didn't feel I needed to thank them for, for my award that I got for Nurses Week. You know what I mean? Like, uh, no, but I was like, okay, I guess I have to say it because if I don't say it, then there's going to be an argument about why I didn't say it. So, but that to me was like my, my wake up. Right. So what you just said there is really powerful because I really want to like really bring that awareness. So like women or maybe people in your situation with domestic violence, they agree to something that they know inherently is wrong. Like, no, why is this person trying to take credit for what I am doing within my own life? Is this person trying to vicariously win a victory to me? Red flag off, off, off rip. But like, just so you would avoid a fight, like a physical or emotional kind of like energy that you didn't want to deal with at the moment, you just said, yes, like, okay, yeah, right. I thank you. Like, wow. Right. So that could be one <laughs> of the reasons why, you know, these type of behaviors became normalized because it's just like you're trying, you, yeah. you realize that this person reacts or, you know, 
you know, really gives this certain things and, you know, for you to avoid like any type of like, you know, argument or any type of like, you know, this conflict, you kind of like sometimes have allowed those behaviors to kind of compound. Right, 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 kind of right. Like, yeah, either that or, or you like don't want to have sex, you're having sex because, you know, like to keep the peace, you know what I mean? Like you have this mentality of like not wanting to worsen things. So you do things that are not authentic to you or things that you don't want to do just so you can keep the peace. But what I learned from my meetings and my healing journey is that was a way of me trying to control the situation too. And that hit me hard because I was like, you know, like at first you think, oh, it's just that person, that person, that person is doing this to me, is doing this to me, but I'm allowing it to be done to myself to begin with, right? And I'm also controlling and manipulating the situation when I'm over here thinking is this person controlling me and manipulating me, but I'm also controlling and manipulating the situation when I stay quiet, when I don't speak up, when I say no, when it's like, I don't agree, you know what I mean? And just to keep the peace, like that's another mm -hmm. way to, to, to keep the, you know, like the, the cycle going, you know what I mean? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, so what what was the last straw? What, what what took the what was the hair on the camel's back that finally made you decide like, you know what, I have to change. Like this the situation, yeah. this relationship, like what gave you the bravery and like what made you decide like this is not working for me? This, you know, this um, is a situation I need to exit or right, I need right. to find a new situation. What, what 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 did it take for you and what were the first steps for you to actually take those steps? Yeah. So for me, um, we, we that was the year that we had gone that we had bought a house. So we were homeowners, right? Wow. And you know, like I said, you know, he had a job, I had a job, but I was working night shift, you know. So night shift is, you know, it is it's rough on the body, you know. You you were not in your circadian rhythm like everybody else, you know. Like on your days off, you have to sleep, right? So, you know, so you're now having our own home, per se. Um, I just kept myself like doing everything in the house. I would go do laundry by myself. I'll go do grocery shopping by myself. You know what I mean? I'll cook and I'll have everything ready. I'll try to be like, oh, well, let's do some like frozen meals or something. No, I won't cook meals, you know? So it was like a lot of like, you know, uh, like pleasing, you know, the person, because I wasn't a picky eater, you know, like, oh, well, what do you want to eat? Well, what do you want to make? You know, it was like all this tug of war type of things, you know, taking out the garbage, picking up the dog shit, like all of this stuff, plus working night shift, plus taking care of his nephews. And it was just like, I, I had it. Like, I was like, I, I you know, like, I, and then and what helped me was, Oh, and then going to work crying or, you know what I mean? Or like becoming more of a physical thing, you know, like our arguments becoming physical, like punching the wall, ripping shirts or like, or me like getting on my knees and begging or like, um, like getting like, you know, like on the door, like, you know, like all these, you know, arguments that you try to like either uh, in initiate, you know, 
you know, so, so you could get some type of affirmation, like confirmation that this is not healthy, right? Like, I feel like in those, during those arguments, I'll be like, oh man, I, I hope he slaps me. So I know this is it. <laughs> so I can leave right away. You know what I mean? But I wonder if he would have slapped me like right there and then would I, would I, would I, or, or would I stay there, you know? So you know, you're trying to manifest no- the, the final straw to see if it really was it. But, you know, all these behaviors. You already knew. You already, yeah, knew. You already knew that it was, that wasn't it, you know? Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And even, you know, I did, ha- I did get slapped once that I remember. Um, and, you wow. know, it was that honeymoon thing. Like, oh, well, you made me do it because you did, you said this and blah, 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 blah. And I'm sorry, you know? But once, once you start getting arguments that are, are like violent, either not towards you, but either to, like this person is violent towards a wall, towards a, an animal, towards throwing things or something like that, like it's just gonna build up, you know, and eventually like cause some type of physical harm with one another, you know? Which I think so, we all want to avoid. <laughs> and like, you know, I don't think anybody wants to be a part of that. Like, wow. Like, first of all, like, thank you for sharing all that. Like, it's definitely very brave. So, you know, just go into these intimate, like, realities that, you know, at the end of the day, we kind of have to share, you know, in order to not only really bring the awareness, but, like, the keys of, like, okay. Like, instead of just doing probably what you already knew you had to do in regards to, like, this isn't really working out. We're arguing a lot. You know, like, I don't feel supported enough. You know, like, he's not willing to change, you know, and I know this. So I'm just going to argue or I'm just going to please him to avoid these arguments. Kind of just like prolonging the inevitable of like, I think we've all been in those situations where relationships aren't working. People aren't growing or people are not willing to compromise you know, in order for the other person, which is what a, a yeah. real partnership or relationship is, you know, there's certain needs that both individuals need. And, you know, there's certain things mm-hmm. that we have to address individually that we have to work on, you know, nobody's perfect, like we've all been programmed and like kind of entitled, you know, have a sense of entitlement in certain aspects of life that I think now, you know, at least within our network, we've been really working on, we've been really kind of unprogramming and now right. really reinstilling what it is that we do want versus what we don't want exactly. or settling exactly. for what we don't want yep 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 something that came up uh real quick um you know like being authentic to you mm. self-love plus good health health esteem it can re- be like it'll be like the vaccination for in regards to like all this you know because mm. like you know, the, the, when you're in these type of relationships, like you really lose yourself, like either you're a male, you're a female, you lose yourself because you, you still have that desire to people please, you know, to please the other. But in reality, the person that we need to please is ourselves, you know, like, like, is this what you really want? Do you want to do this with this person? You know, like, you know, that's very important. Okay, so what actions did you start taking in order to be truly authentic to yourself, to begin the healing process, to really become into this self-empowered individual that you are today? Because mm-hmm. I can only imagine, you know, from someone taking verbal and like, just like, you know, all these different things, 
like you are you're a completely different person from where you were when you were in that state so what what things did you start empowering yourself with what type of like mindsets or actions did you take in order to finally you know like bridge yourself and be who you are now yeah I think what helped me was to speak it up speak up you know, mm-hmm. you know I, I had already had seen the wheel the power and control wheel before years back um and and I and I had it in the back of my mind but um but then you know when you're in these type of relationships you start like looking for things like am I going crazy is this real like is this really happening you know what I mean am I the crazy one or he's the crazy one <laughs> so then you know like you start I, I I got into Pinterest and I started like researching about like abusive relationships or quotes that reflected what I wanted to say, you know, or what I felt. And it just continued to like, like feel those emotions and and know those emotions were there. Um, And and the the quotes or the music really validated what I was feeling, you know? You know, of course there is like lovey-dovey music, but there's also like love that is, or, you know, like broken, you know, broken relationships or love that is hurt or whatever, which first of all, love is love and love doesn't hurt anybody. You know what I mean? We, we are the ones who like take that on and call it, oh, well, I'm not never going to fall in love because, you know, love hurts. And I'm like, no, love is pure. Love is divine. Love is a birthright. Love is you. Love is me. Love is we, you know what I mean? And so first, what helped me is speak, speak, speak up, you know, because I would go to work sometimes crying and my, my coworkers will notice, right? And so then there was this lady there and she like, I shared what, I, what was happening. So first is sharing, share what's going on because a lot of people didn't think that I was going through all this, you know? They thought that we were like this empowering couple, you know, because I'm a nurse and blah, 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 you know? But no, like, like you don't we don't know what goes behind the closed doors you know and so speak up right speak up is another like share what's going on like if you feel like like this is not healthy this is you don't feel safe you feel hurt you feel like unappreciated like speak up you know talk to someone you know about it maybe someone that you noticed that they already went through through it and 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 it's now you know, self-empowered or just someone who, who, who can like help you, like assist you, like guide you, like where to go, like what places are available, what agencies, you know? So talking about it helped me. And then like, again, I said, music really helped me to express what I was feeling. So I was just jam, put the, put the song all loud in, in the house. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is how I'm feeling right now. Like, I'm not saying it, the, the artist is saying it, but this is how I feel, you know? So like, so like kind of get that message to the person, you know, it was like my little messaging, messaging to the person, like, Hey, this is how I feel, you know? And so then, um, and then just, I, I just started to look up quotes and stuff, empowering quotes, quotes about like, you know, you deserve better, you know, you don't, you know, like, like empowering quotes, like start mm-hmm. like getting mm-hmm. empowering quotes, you know, and then, and then I, and then once I left, then I started reading like books. So yeah, I started reading books and books after books after books to, to help me, you know, learn about 
uh, about domestic violence, you know, read about verbal abuse, you know, what, what is that, you know, uh, codependency is another one, you know, things about codependent relationships, you know, because we, in a way we grew up in a codependent households, you know, like, and it's just part of the culture and like how we were raised, you know, but, you know, that doesn't mean that it's something that needs to continue, especially if it's not empowering you, you know, and mm. so then, you know, like narcissism and all these other 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 topics that you start to read on and it, it, and it, it just reaffirms or confirms that, okay, yeah, this, this is, this is not healthy, you know, but once you get through like all those topics, codependency, narcissism, you know, abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, like, um, then, you know, you start to empower yourself. Okay. Like, okay, that, that is what that is, but now what can I do for me, you know, to, to, to like, well, now that I know not to, not to attract that type of person, like what do I, I need to heal within me so that I don't attract this type of people because even once I left, like I still attracted unhealthy people into my life. And yet my awareness of the unhealthiness was shorter, you know, like, hey, this is not healthy, you know, but I still kept repeating it. Like, yeah, it was like shorter periods, like where I realized and I'm like, nope, gotta go, you know? But then, you know, things, you know, or like trauma bonding, you know, like either this yeah. person had a girlfriend who used to beat them up, you know what I mean? And oh, oh, you went through that? Well, I went through that too. So now we're like getting together, you know what I mean? And so like, so then it's just like learning about healthy relationships. It's funny because we already know things aren't unhealthy, right? So we already like, that's like our intuition. I think we, we don't value it as much or we as society or like individuals haven't learned to truly trust and honor our intuition. Off rip, you know that this is bad, wrong. Like, oh, nah, why, what, what, what energy is that? Hell no. Like that, but, but we justify it based on our experiences and what we've been exposed to. So like how you're talking about how you're, you know, you grew up in a culture where, you know, those things were just kind of normalized or it was just right. like, it was always happening. So like, you know, maybe that's why you just felt like you had to work through it because your parents worked through it. You know, like your right. parents, from what I I'm aware of your your father, you know, took steps to like, you know, change his behaviors and change what it is. So, you know, there is a level of hope, but there's also a level right. of like, is this serving me right now? And is this person going to change enough for me right now to move forward? So I think we have to give ourselves credit that like, you know, we're all natural healers or like we all, you know, there is very- Yeah, important. our intuition is there. Our intuition is yeah. there. And we, we naturally, as you know, I think once we become like, you know, emotional, empathetic, we want to be able to hold space for individuals. But like how you said, the key word is trauma bond. Like we don't want to like build a relationship on these traumas. We want to, mm -hmm. first of all, be the empowered self, you know, be moving in patterns and in behaviors that are nurturing and serving and how we were talking about what is love? Like what is love and what is the versions of like, abuse that we are not looking to associate with love and are we living that for ourselves and are we truly you know embodying that and 
is that person doing the same? You know, so I think it's like about, you know, really getting to know people is very important. Like, I think we all rush into relationships or rush to give our energy outwardly versus like really cultivating it, knowing that inwardly in our own behaviors, which is definitely what I wanted to like ask you about. So like, based on you know the traumas and the in the in the in the, the violence that you have been exposed to whether it, through your parents through your uh your relationship with your significant others were there any abuses that you were putting on yourself during those times like to cope or kind of to like numb yourself to these things that like you know when these things happen like oh i'm just gonna kind of numb myself or kind of like were there any behaviors or even thought patterns that you kind of fell into that you realized like, Oh snap, like this is bad. Like I got to change this if I'm going to attract new type of relationships. Right. Right. So, you know, I, my father was an alcoholic. I would say that he's still having problems with that. You know, Uh, he had stopped for a long time, you know, like not drinking, but then, you know, he got let go of his like 15 year old job. So, he reversed back to drinking. So he, he is not obvious as before, right? <laughs> but um, but I feel like alcoholism was one of the the things that that also was affecting me. You know, once I left, you know, I started drinking, you know, like because I had more freedom, you know, like I I, you know, a lot of the things, like one of the things I forgot to mention was like I had I had I had to express this to him and I was like you know what I feel like I'm like I'm in Afghanistan I went to Afghanistan a while, a while back and you, you have to wear the you know you have to you know cover yourself right and like over there um with males like you you separate right the females on side this females on the other and also too as a woman you, you you're not supposed to look at the, at the males like make eye contact with them right and so like every time we would walk together is like uh I had to I felt like I had to keep my head down all the time because if I either look some way or another one be like what you like them or you want to be with him you know like all these things you know like all these like so in order for me to avoid that I would just always look down and then even in the car too like when you're driving you know like don't even look on this side don't even you know, because, oh my goodness, you know, it's just that type of, like, uh, things that you have to do to, to, like, keep the peace, right, but um, to get back to what you were asking is, like, um, what, what, depression was another, a thing that came through for me, suicidal thoughts, you know, Um, that one was a big one, you know, like, okay, you know, maybe if I die or, or maybe if I hurt myself somewhere, I go to the hospital. Like you start making up stories in, in your head. Like maybe he'll, maybe like if I'm almost like dying or something, he'll like, he'll be like, oh, you know, I'm sorry and start treating me right. You know what I mean? Suicide thoughts is a common one. I think that that happened, that um, what helped me to get out of it was that I already had nephews, you know? So, so I, I was like, man, I want to see my nephews grow. I want to be an aunt to them, you know? Like, we, yeah, after nine years, we didn't have children, but, you know, that's another thing that I, I was inauthentic of, you know? Like, I wanted children and, and he didn't. So I was like, okay, well, if you don't want children, then we don't, then I don't want children, you know? But that's something that I do want, <laughs> you know? So I was like, 
not authentic to myself there. And now, you know, in a way, I give things that, that children were not uh, born from this relationship because then, you know, it, it would have not been like healthy for them to see, right? And um, so suicidal thoughts was one of them. Drinking uh, a lot was another one, you know, like not, once you let alcohol in, you, you don't make healthy decisions, you know? And, um, and just like, again, like continuing to seek like male validation, you know what I mean? And in any, in any way, you know, like to affirm that you are worth it, you know what I mean? To affirm that, that you are pretty or whatever, you know, that, that you, that, that someone notices that, you know what I mean? And, and sees that, you know, but in reality, one has to see it for your, for your, your own self, you know, like you need to know your own worth, your own, you know, love yourself so much, you know, and, and, um, and then what else? Like, I think those were my main ones, like drinking a lot and, um, um, you know, like not, not being, um, not having good boundaries when it comes to like my sexual energy, you know what I mean? Like, because I didn't have that awareness about, you know, how my wound is so sacred, you know? And, um, and, and how sex is sacred, you know, like that, like, I didn't have, I didn't know that we grew up not knowing that, you know, oh, we no. grew up <laughs> oh. as like, you know, like, is the best thing, you know what I mean? You get released. It's so frivolous. Sex. It's so like a culture is, and it's also an entitlement. It's like, yo, I should have the best sex whenever I want it. And like, you know, whatever lane you fall into that, whether it be like the freaky sex or with as many partners as you want sex, or just like, yo, because I got this sex, like, you know, or just because I feel like it's sex versus like really honoring the fact that you're really welcoming someone into this. Like, yes. you know, like this is, this is this a is sacred, sacred, sacred temple that, you know, yes. if you don't honor now that like, you know, we've been learning that, you know, you take on someone's emotional connection when once you have sex with somebody, you take on someone's like thought patterns when you're like having that level of intimacy with someone, you know, so like you're really sharing more than just your physical self with someone. And I think that's such an important aspect to remember and to like, you know, like also like really honor when we're entering these potential relationships because you don't know who you can be sharing yourself with unless you really know right. somebody and the only way you really know somebody is by their actions and by their behaviors Action. like really and observing it takes time. right and that, right. Takes time. And that takes time yeah, for sure you know yeah this 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 fire what is it called forest fire type of relationships no man like that's already a red flag you know like you know, it should, it should take time, you know, especially when it's like sexual involvement, like right away, like that, that is not, a, that's a red flag, you know? That's absolutely, absolutely. Flag. Because, you know, I've just seen so many like friendships and like, you know, community like disrupted by people trying to like automatically like get into someone's space. And then 
you know, if we're really honest about this, a lot of domestic violence happens within our community based on people's impulses to just jump in, you know, like, you know, people don't want other people to know about it or, you know, like people are manipulated or maybe people aren't as honest with like the type of relationships they're having and like expectations and trust is broken. And there's just so much that if we're going to really build this community that, you know, we already have is sacred, it's beautiful, but, you know, these are the aspects that really need to be addressed if we're going to truly move in you know purity if in, in sacred right, like you know, right, like right. like action actions moving forward like we're going for longevity versus just immediate pleasures that i think we all realize leave us nowhere like it's not satisfying it's not like it's it's, no, it's, no. it's spicy in them is i wouldn't even call it spicy it's, it's thrilling in the moment but that thrill is right. gone as soon as it's over exactly exactly so so yeah so you know many times you know you but you 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 just go into this type of like sexual involvement just to feel something kind of like numbing something or like feeling something but then once it's over you you feel like the same like you know like you know because the person is not facing <laughs> right you want to go get some uh like you know vegan ice cream like it's not even that. It's like knock out on the, next to you, you know, like that's it. Oh, knock out. Energy is lost. <laughs> oh man. You know, yeah. sure. It would be awesome. Hey, you want to go get a vegan ice cream? Hey, he's vegan. What? <laughs> you know, that's another level. But no, nah, these times it's like boom, boom, you're done. You know, like either Listen, knock I, out or whatever. <laughs> you know, and the sad thing is. I've been on the other side of the negativity on all these aspects, like, you know, really doing my research and just having this conversation. Like, I have to be honest, you know, like I have had my faults in a lot of these aspects that you have brought up and that I've researched and, and just come to my awareness. I'm like, wow, like, you know, and I think that's just the responsibility of man to like, you know, cause I know this conversation was really inspired by like, you know, me putting it out there that I would like to have a conversation about domestic violence. And you were so gracefully enough to like respond and like, just say like, hey, I'm on board. And then it just turned out you've already had so much experience, but like, you know, the reason and, and my, my duty as a man is to bring awareness is to first admit it within myself where I fell short where I was programmed, where I was conditioned, where I was entitled right. to think that, you know, these behaviors are normal or that, you know, these behaviors would never come to light. You know, at the end of the day, those behaviors were the reasons why a lot of my relationships ended. Those were the reasons why a lot of my my relationships were toxic. And, you know, I'm not saying that the other individuals didn't have their own toxic behaviors because more times than more times than not, we attract what it is that we are. You know, and right. like, you know, like, so, you know, I just have to first off be honest with myself and say, like, these things are very much happening on a daily basis. I think it said on the stat that said nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused. That's crazy by an intimate partner. And like a lot of these stats have to do with people we really love that we really have come to trust, that we really opened ourselves and energetically, like, I think we all aware that to really build a connection is so rare. Like, it's like when you have a real, like, you know, like connection with somebody that's like, wow, like, yes, I've been like, this is dope. Like I've been, you know, we've been waiting for this and we have, you know, I think we all kind of like in general, the way I'm internalizing this now is that everybody in our lives has a role. 
in our lives, you know, whether it's, you know, on the downswing of like really feeling the density and the darkness of this world or on the upswing of like really seeing like the highest aspirations, like people that we really like look up to and like, wow, like, okay, that's, that's where we're going. And then, you know, learning how to balance these realities, because we're going to also be dealing with people who are still on the downturn while we're going up. So it's like, you know, like really meeting everyone where we're at and just really just saying like, hey, these things happen, you know, like people who are controlling, people who are entitled, people who are possessive, people who keep tabs on you, people who are excessive in their jealousy, relationship moves too fast, you know, controls your finances, it takes who you can and cannot see. And like people who put off, like, this is like me and, and who I was like too good to be true. Like, you know, it is like, you know, we can all put on a front and a mask to get what we want. There's like very manipulative people who are really good at like, you know, seeing and preying on like your like blind sides. So in order for us to really address these issues, we have to take the blind sides off. We have to admit where we fell short in these aspects and how can we improve? Because, you know, at the end of the day, everybody's worth is worthy of forgiveness. Everybody is worthy of redeeming themselves. And, you know, we have to give each other the opportunity to do so in order to really move forward. Now, does that mean you have to be with that person in order for that person to redeem? Yes or no, that is your choice. But as soon as your, your physical well-being, your mental well-being, and your emotional well-being are compromised, I feel that's a real, real important time to really ask yourself, is this person going to change? But most importantly, are you going to change enough to not even allow those things into your frequency? Because I think to even tolerate those things, I, I don't see women deserving that, even for a second. No, you guys been through enough. It's, it's done. It's over. I, I as a as a brother, as a divine masculine and who's learning to evolve and grow within himself, I say to all my sisters, cut that off immediately. No, you do not deserve that. That is not serving your highest purpose. You know, that is more of a distraction and a draining of your energy versus the empowering and in nurturing of your energy, which at the end of the day we need. We we as you know, society, we as a community truly need the divine feminine and women of all aspects, you know, whatever you identify with, whatever aspects, like we really need to heal this feminine energy within all of us. And for women to be able to do that, to really feel the empowerment, to speak up, you know, like that's one of the most important things that I heard out of what you just said is like, you wanted to speak your truth, like, and you felt you couldn't. And that is, you know, something I will always encourage to, you know, my last breath because women deserve that. I, I sense how like, you know, you guys are just now gaining your confidence to say your truth, to really say what you want, to really, you know, speak your experience. And, you know, like, you know, sometimes it's a little polarity where it's just like a little, like, you know, to the extreme, but that's, that's normal. That's normal when you're just getting it's your part voice. of the journey. It's part yeah. Of the journey. You're like, yeah, I, I was into that extreme, like, you know, you know, like, the polarity aspect but once you start you know like getting back home to you and to your divine self and knowing that all is self and we're all connected you start to have compassion understanding you know what I mean and 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 sending love to everybody you know and a lot of forgiving self-acceptance forgiving of self forgiving of others you know what I mean and and like yeah like let go of all of that you know thinking every situation, every person that has come into your life, because of that, you are where you are right now with this type of awareness and consciousness. And like 
you know, back to you because my man, like, it's so beautiful to to know that all is within you. You know that 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 you are the love of your life. You know that you are your beloved first above anything. You know, and and it and it and it. Once you do this healing work. Like you realize too that not even your parents they got your back like like how you're gonna get your back you know what I mean like you got your back like you got your back mm. like no one else can get you as you can get you you know and so it all depends on you it's all in you and um but yeah you can go to those extremes yeah I'm I've been there <laughs> but it was part of it it was part of it you know you you have to like feel the feelings you know because there's a lot of anger resentment grudge you know all those type of like low like those type of energy you know like feelings emotions you know thoughts but once you like start learning growing healing like it's just it just goes into a more compassionate um way of thinking you know Mm, absolutely so i was reading this book uh called uh all about love by bell hooks and it basically defines love you know love is honest it is open it is uh accountable it is trustworthy it is like you know it it, it brings is aware you know and it's awareness and it's compassionate so you know having these aspects of like trust and loyalty and like you know really like honesty like it's such an important thing that we're all relearning you know, first to have those things within themselves. And how do you build on all those things? You, you go on a journey, you know, like, you know, and some of these journeys, you're going to realize, okay, I went a little too extreme on this end of the spectrum of it, or, you know, I didn't do enough on this end of the spectrum. So like, you know, just first of all, making the decision, speaking your truth and like really going on the journey, I think is one of the greatest lessons that I've learned in my healing journey. And it, it definitely seems like you have learned as well, you know, and, you know, validating ourselves like yo we just went through something crazy like everybody in life we've gone through crazy stuff like and that's that's just the reality of everyone's journey in this life you know if you if you lived on earth if you've been exposed to the amount of information the wars you know just the real history of where we've come from there's no way that not one single person hasn't gone through a domestic violence situation either within they put on themselves or you know was inflicted on their upbringing so, you know, I think this is at the core of like what it is that we need to really address because, you know, how can we trust one another if we're violent towards one another? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Trust is a big one, you know. Learning to, to trust again is big, you know, because, you know, being when, you, when you're in love or it's a, it's a vulnerable space, you know, like you're like have your heart on your sleeve your heart is open you know what I mean and and it's like you know it's open but now it has it has boundaries you know and little by little you know all those bricks that you put you know to protect it they're coming off so it's like a scary thing to too you know like because now you're being more open more you know and that's when you start to um balance your divine masculine and divine feminine within you you know like this union within them that is balanced so that you know you don't self-sabotage yourself you know what I mean because you know like healing our heart and like our heart is it's it's an organ that stores a lot of things you know a lot of what we've gone through as well as our womb you know and so like 
clean, clearing, healing it, you know, loving it, like going in, in inside, you know, and, and living from there takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage. What are the most powerful tools that you would share to your younger self or someone who, you know, you know, kind of resonates in your type of, you know, frequency and kind of similar to you and like how they express themselves. Like, what would you offer yourself right now? Like, what are some tools that you, that you do right now in, in your self-love journey? So during my healing journey, like one of the powerful things that, um, that I was exposed to or connected to during our, our Healing to Bliss course was like our inner child, you know? Because like, I didn't have a connection with her, you know, with little Nina. Um, I didn't. And, and now it's like doing that meditation and, and, and joining hands and, and being there for one another, right? So a lot of it is, I've learned that is that I have to, you have to be your own parent, reparent yourself, you know what I mean? If your dad didn't pay attention to you, well, you pay attention to you, you know what I mean? You know, like, if your mom was always yelling, you know, don't yell at yourself, you know, because as a person, we are, we can be abusive to ourselves, you know, look at how many thoughts come in our, in our minds that like, tell you like, yeah, you're not good enough, or yeah, don't write that, you know, because you don't know how to write or whatever, you know, like, you don't know how to talk, you don't know this, you know, but it's all this inner wounds, you know, from things that have to do with our childhood, right, because the ages zero to seven, those are important, critical ages. You know what I mean? So however you're talking to the child is is, is, is going to impact their their lives, you know? So like connecting to your inner child is, is really powerful. It has been very powerful for me to, to just give little Nina that what she didn't get as she was small you know in her younger years you know because if you give that to yourself you know now as a grown-up like you you you're giving to you you know what I mean like and you don't need it from the outside anymore you know because you're doing it from within you know so the inner child healing and connection really was um healing for me so I would just say like connect and that's what I tell women too like would you let, like, if you have a little girl, you know, like, or, or your daughter, like, if you have a daughter and you see her going through this stuff, as a mother, would you allow, like, would you, what would you tell her? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, put yourself, like, you, you are the daughter, you know what I mean? You're going, you know, and you're going through all these things and now take yourself out and, like, be your own mother. Would you allow for, for, for her to go through this? Like, a lot, of, a lot of our parents don't want to see our children get hurt, you know? So, like, if you know your, 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 um, their son, your daughter is going through an abusive relationship, of course, you want, most parents want to help, you know, and be like, hey, you know, mijo, mija, get out of there, you know? You come back home, like, you don't have to go nowhere, like, you know, just get out of there, you know? So, the same thing for you, that's why, that's one of the things that I, I tell like a lot of my friends who aren't going through stuff like that, like, you know, like, would you, would you let your daughter, even if they do have kids, right? Would you let your daughter be in that type of relationship? What would you tell your daughter who's going through, if you're seeing her go through that relationship and whatever you will tell her, you tell to you, you know, 
because you know you you want the best for your daughter you know you you want the best because she you know she deserves the best you know and so you deserve your best <laughs> so like kind of like using that to to connect like aspects like oh yeah I wouldn't want my daughter to go through that so then I shouldn't go through it either you know and hopefully you know it clicks and that can be an empowerment empowerment to to for you to be like you know what you're right like if I want to let my daughter go through it I don't want my daughter to go through it or my son to go through it you know then 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 I need to do something for me to to get out of that situation you know so inner child healing is 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 a, is a helpful it's a must you know and then also like if if your parents weren't healthy parents also like forgive forgiving that aspect you know like like thanking them for everything you know like you know they didn't know any better you know but now it's like now it's my responsibility like you know yeah we've been conditioned we've been programmed certain ways but now it's our responsibility to like switch you know to to play another tune in regards to 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 programs that are not empowering you know what I mean we can put a new empowering record on you know we don't have to stick with those with those programs that were input into us you know because we didn't you know we we didn't have a choice or a decision you know to what was going to us but now as you become that um, home to yourself and healed, you know, your, your wounds and heal, you know, more healing towards your, your inside and your emotional body, your physical body, your mental body, then, you know, once you have kids, then, you know, you know, that it's going to be different because like you have this awareness now and you know that whatever word comes out of your mouth, either, you know, empowers or disempowers, you know, it builds or it destroys, you know, like we, we already know that. So now you're more mindful of what you hear, what you listen, how, what you speak about, you know what I mean? Because we already know the power in, in, the, in that, you know? Well, no, those are gems. Those are absolute gems. The, the inner child in me is smiling because it's like, <laughs> we, we know. We know exactly what will nurture us we know exactly what will empower us. We know inherently what we're called to do or inspired to do. And we know of certain revenues or certain careers or opportunities that we can take advantage of to get where we want to go and to have the relationships we want to have. Yeah. I've I've had patience, you know, Male, I, I had one male patient um, who, who was my patient who like, there's a lot of our parents that they didn't really have childhoods, you know, because they had to work since you were little, young to support the family, you know? So, you know, they didn't really have time to play, to do all that. So, so one of the things that, that I got to witness was like, I referred my patient to the uh, counselor and during that time I was doing my fellowship. So I got to be there when he had the appointment with the counselor and he was just expressing how, like he just started automatically started crying and, and was like, 
you know, my my dad was always like so mean to me, you know, I was working the fields, you know, and so like all these tears come out, you know. And so now one of the aspects things like in order, like to to heal the inner child is like do like in, as an adult now, you can you can play, you can go to the play playground and, and play, you know what I mean? Like be a child, man. Like some other people really couldn't be children because you know, whatever situation that was at home, you know, you couldn't really like be a child. You had to grow up so fast. So like, you know, like, you know, like I, like I told him, like, you know, when, whenever you go with your kids, like do something that you always wanted to do as a child and do that with your children. You know what I mean? Like if you wanted to play something, play with them and like, bring, like show them how, how it was done or whatever and play with them or like, you know, like get back to to things that that are fun. You know? Like, you know, like going to the to the to the park. You know, swinging on the swings. You know, like like bringing all these things that 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 are childlike. You know, so that ooh, so that it's just very healing for you. You know, because you know you have this. The child is just so in awe, you know, so happy, so open. Like you, you yelled at him one thing day, the next thing, you know, you're still their, your father, you're still the, your mother, you know, they don't, they don't have grudge, you know, they don't see you like that, you know, but so it's just like going back to like doing things uh, like that you couldn't do when you were younger, you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. So I think we covered a lot of ground in this conversation. And I just wanted to thank you very much for bringing forth your energy, bringing forth your truth, really honoring and being this beacon of light for not only yourself as a reminder of who you are and who you're evolving to be, but for other women who may be in similar situations or maybe even worse situations that, you know, they need to get out of and they need to empower themselves to know that they can have any reality they truly want is just you know with the, they have to acknowledge who that is with and if they're allowing themselves to be that person that will attract that type of person that they are looking to be with and just moving forward you know just not having judgment like I think is super important like for anyone listening you know we don't know anyone's situation uh there's many reasons why someone would stay in these situations you know whether it be financial, whether it be like they're connected through a kid, whether it be a lot of different aspects that I think now we are, it's time for us to listen. It's time for us to, you know, be that ear for those that we care about, you know, one in four yeah. women, one in four women are in these situations. So, you know, it is not, it's not crazy to think that someone right now in our media network is going through something that you know, we should check up on, especially if they matter to you. You know, I think that's where it starts. It starts with ourselves, like how we were saying, acknowledging the behaviors and the red flags that, you know, will ultimately let us know, like, these, this is happening. Domestic violence is happening. How can we do, what can we do to stop it? What can we do to transmute it and, and, and build relationships of love, build relationships of compassion, like, of real, like, authentic and open, honest conversations of, like, really speaking what it is that we want. So just on your final thought, I would love to know what hope do you have for, you know, individuals who may be doing these behaviors of domestic violence? What hope do you have for these individuals in their healing journey? And what 
can you say that would probably be direct them towards that healing journey? Like what, what is kind of like your heart's soul's like expression to like really make known to, you know, what's going on in the reality and how can we empower ourselves moving forward? Hmm. Um, I think it's, it's the first step is like knowing that you need help, you know, like, or knowing what you're going through or knowing, you know, that you do, you want to change, you know, because um, it's sometimes sad, you know, like I can see my dad and, you know, be like, yes, he's, he's made some progress, give thanks, you know, but I, I still feel that, um, that there's a lot of he more healing that could happen within him, but it's, it's, it's the awareness, like awareness, like being aware, like, do you want to continue to be in that same situation or, 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 or do you, do you, do you, do you want, do you desire like the opposite, which is like blissful and, 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 and loving and caring and nurturing or, or, or being in a place of suffering and, 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 and yeah, suffering, you know, um, domestic violence is a public health issue. You know, it causes a lot of, uh, of medical um, problems, you know? And and it's something that as a community, if you, if you notice that it's happening to someone, you know, like reach out, you know? Um, my neighbor downstairs is going through something like that. And, and that's one of the things that I realized with Amor Propio is like, you, you want to awaken the women and be like, okay, do you get it? That this is not, that you deserve better. But at the end of the day, it's still up to that person to want it, to know it, you know, to know that for themselves, you know, like we have places, you know, they offer a lot of help, you know, but when you're ready, you know, just know that there is a lot of support out here. You know what I mean? When you're ready to leave, when you're ready to change, when you're ready to take that step and, and become, you know, this divine being that you already are since you were born, there's hope out here. There's support groups, there's agencies, there's phone numbers, you know, there's housing, there's childcare, there's um, law services, you know, like, there's, there's help, you're not alone, you're not alone. And, and this is all is available to you once you're ready to say enough is enough. And, and now I'm gonna heal me, do me. And, and, and I want, and I deserve, and I know I deserve better. So that's, that's one of the things that I realized that, that it depends on the person if, if they want to change, you know? We can't change nobody, we can't plant seeds. We can let them know that there's these helps, but until they're ready, you know, like you're, you're here, welcome. You know, there's a lot of people who've been through that, who know where to go, who know who to talk to if you're having any type of, you know, housing issue, immigration issue, 
um, financial issue, you know, there's, there's, there's hope out here. You know, some, some people um, don't know that, but there is. And so it's just finding the right agency or the right number to, to, to like get you connected. And just, you know, from there on, you start to create your own healthy environment. You know what I mean? You get your own house, you, you start getting, you know, you're getting a job, you know, feed your kids, you know, or like you just start to go to school and, and do things that you didn't, didn't, uh, didn't, couldn't do or, or they didn't allow you to do, you know what I mean? You start taking these, you know, art classes, you start dancing, you start, you know, like going sailing. I have a friend who sails, you know, she, after she left, she started sailing, you know, she's learning that, you know, like you just start to do things that, that you really couldn't do because you either were in this like controlled situation, you know? So when you're ready, you know, just know that there is hope and, and I'm excited and, 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 and just highest possible outcomes, you know, for, for everybody who's listening right now, you know, like, you know, we're in this journey of, of becoming our, our divine self, you know, or knowing because we, we already are of knowing that we are divine, you know, and, and, and just living in that embodiment with, with all of our relationships in all, with all, you know, with, with mother nature and everything, you know? So, so yeah, when you're ready to, to, to come back to a healthier state of mind, you know, and, and loving yourself and, and, and letting go of violence, then, you know, know that there is help, there's books, there's music, there's, agencies there's just like so many things you know that especially if you know somebody who's gone through it you know those are your like your pillars you know that people that you can go to 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 be like hey you know like I'm going through this where can I go you know do you know any places you know like speak up ask for help you know um and and and, and the help is here the help is here it's already here it's just a matter of doing that switch within you to realize like, yeah, you know what? I want better. I want, I don't want, I don't want to, I'm tired of crying. You know, I want to be laughing, you know, you know, like joking, you know, I want to, I want to dance. I want to like, you know, I don't want to feel depressed anymore. I don't want to feel anxious anymore. Like, you know, it's just knowing that, that the change that you, that you want is within you, you know, and when you're ready to take it, you know, it's just like, it's just gonna get momentum and, and, and you're gonna start attracting other people who, who, who are in their journey too, you know, that will empower you, you know, and, 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 and there you go. And as a community, we're just gonna empower one another and just, you know, um, continue to, to raise our consciousness. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Wow. Angelina Bravo. Amor Propio. What a beautiful, beautiful channeling to all those ready. Because you are ready. You are ready to make that decision. It's in you. It's, it's the thing that is beating right now in your soul to do. And trust in people who you know who have made the similar journey. As for advice, 
gain perspective and 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 you know just know that you're capable of adapting that it does take time to feel these things like to know these things and behaviors and habits develop over time and in, in, in consistency so Let's consistently continue to have these conversations. Let's consistently be able to be the beacons like, hey, like I, I went through this or, you know, hey, you know, I have a responsibility to admit this is what I've done. And in these conversations, we can really acknowledge where that person is by, you know, acknowledging how they interact and what they do within the community, what they do for themselves. You know, I, I say actions and results speak volumes versus, you know, just constantly just affirming. So I'm grateful for this true affirmation of these results because I see someone before me who I've been, you know, witnessing for over two years now, really coming into her own to really, you know, embracing herself through dancing, through, you know, just the, the new relationships that she has, you know, I've, I've witnessed you really grow and develop and become this outspoken person. And I just want to thank you for taking this first step to also express and, <laughs> and to really be this person that you are becoming because it's a beautiful thing to witness. And I know when we have this conversation a year from now or whenever it is going to be that we, we both will have grown. We both will have made progress in making this more uh, bringing this uh, situation more to the awareness of our communities. And I, I, I'm so looking forward to sharing in, you know, the results and the people we've helped and like giving them an example and the time and the space to uh, really share their perspective. So thank you so much, Angelina. Like this has been an honor. This has been a, just yeah. a supreme healing experience for myself and, you know, to okay. anyone. <laughs> Same here, I love it. <laughs> you know, I was so nervous with with this, but um, it's an opportunity to, for me to speak up, you know, again, and, and to reaffirm myself that I am good enough, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, and so thank you for this opportunity to, you know, be able to get out of my comfort zone to, to speak, you know, and, and to do this recording and and to be in, in with you here with the camera and, and the audio, you know, because um, it, it also is part of, like I'm doing some healing right now, you know, as we speak, you know what I mean? I'm speaking, I'm here, I'm present. I, I said, yes, let's do it. You know, you know, like you, you like seriously, like we are, we are minds like we, like, again, like we can become our own like abusers. And, and that, you know, we need to, to like. It's a habit we kick in, sis. Yes, yes, <laughs> kick it out, kick it out, man. You don't belong we're, here, you we're, know? We're kicking the, so, the curve. It's, it's, it, that's definitely. So subconsciously, like, reprogramming or putting better programs, you know, like getting those out because that's not you, you know? That's not you, you know, just subconscious you know like we need to work on our subconscious mind <laughs> listen i'm always gonna encourage you to spit that you know freestyle to go out and go out and dance go out and do what it is you're called to do because anything you feel inspired to do you should just do it and that's me speaking to myself you know because you know there's sometimes i see dancers i'm like yo they're so killer it's gonna take forever for me to get there but why not 
why not give myself that journey of learning to dance and really freeing myself, you know, like that's what the whole point of this podcast is about. It's about having the real conversations. Yes, we can attain finances. Yes, we can attain, you know, these material things, but at the end of the day, what does it serve if we don't have a community to share them with, you know, share our newfound relationships with and like be able to help others attain those relationships and, you know, really learning to like really trust one another. Cause you know, it takes a lot for a person to trust and to share the way you've shared. And, you know, I, I take that with great honor. I take that with great like duty, you know, not only for you, but for all of my sisters or all of the women of this community to really just announce your time. Now it's the time to really speak up, to really bring forth what it is you truly deserve, because I guarantee you, I'm listening. And I know a lot of men who are also been doing the work, who have, you know, acknowledged their darkness in their past and really have taken accountability and really like instilled in themselves like this will never happen to anybody we're with again. We now we also like as soon as we hear the inspiration. That's that's the divine masculine. It's time to go into action. Like, oh, mm-hmm. bet. it's time to work. Like, okay, you know, like, cause that's it's time for us to really rebuild these, you know, relationships. You know, like men and women should be able to be like this whole stigma of like, oh, men and women cannot be friends or men and women can't work together. That's yes, because we see it happening every day. These Fortune 500 companies, you know, like there's real organizations that have shown that you can do it, but like. Also, we want to evolve those where we're more passionate, where we're more open, where we can really be our authentic selves within organizations or within communities that, you know, we don't have to hide nothing. We can just be and we can and and it's grounded in realness with like the elements of health, with the elements of, you know, really acknowledging and taking care of the earth to really, you know, fostering real experiences and real healings that will allow us to raise our frequency individually and as a collective So. This was yeah. the first of many. I definitely have notes for myself and for you moving forward. Let's continue mm-hmm. to, you know, practice. Let's continue to evolve within this. You know, this is experience. It's experience that as someone who used to be introverted or someone who didn't always used to uh, articulate himself as much as I would wanted to at the time, it all is all about, you know, first taking us like acknowledging that you want it, right. doing it. And then just like acknowledging the little, okay, this is, this is where I need to work on. This is, this is, this is things I need to maybe develop, maybe gain more perspective on. And it's going to come. It's a process. It's a journey that I'm so honored to be a part of with you. And yes, this was amazing. I'm, I'm so grateful. Love, 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 love. So there is healthy partnerships, partners, you know, and uh, once you become healthy yourself, you know, they, it'll, you can attract them, you know what I mean? Or attract, you, you'll be a, attracting that type of person into your life, you know? Some some people are like, oh, well, where are they? You know, they are here. They are here doing the work, you know, doing the inner work, the shadow work, the inner child healing, the womb healing, you know, coming coming to their knowingness that their, that their lingam is sacred, you know, semen retention, uh, masculine out here you know knowing like that type of knowing you know um and and there's people and so you 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 start building community once you start to raise your awareness and and just becoming more you and 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 living from the heart (laughs) you know absolutely Absolutely. we're getting ready we're getting ready for this beautiful 
beautiful, harmonious, and balanced existence that we already are. Now it's time to spread it and it's time to evolve it and really build the roots and foundations that will make it everlasting, not only in our own experience, but in the experience of our families and experiences of our brothers, of our sisters, of our uncles and our aunts, our grandparents, everyone will feel this harmony and balance. It's oh, yeah. Only, it is only a matter of when. Yeah, embodiment, embodiment. That's how we'll, we'll be an example to our parents, you know, our, our, our siblings, you know. Um, and once they see that, then, then, then they, they're, they're, you give them that, like, hey, man, if she could do it, I could do it too. You know, if she did it, you know, and I saw what she went through. I saw what he went through and look at him now, you know, so just, you know, embodiment, it's, it's a powerful, powerful thing because, you know, you got to do action. Action speaks louder than words, as we keep saying, you know, and so if, if you're being that embodiment of a healthy inner masculine, inner feminine within you, you know, then people start noticing, you know, and, and, and like, asking you questions and asking you for guidance and you know and as a person that has been through that already you can you know hey you know check out this course check out this book check out this song you know check out this agency call this number you know like they, they they'll connect you to to things because you know they've been there and and then and they know what it's like and they, of course they they want you to be your own amor propio, your own self-love, you know? So, yes, sweet, thanks. Yes, yes. Oh, man. So, so that's, so that's, that's where I, I cut it off because that was exactly where I wanted to. <laughs> but, thank right. you. Yo, we did it. Oh, man, that was great. That was so great. Dude, you just thought it, like... <laughs> um, I thought we were going to talk a little bit, but no, it went good. It was like... Hello?